What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to my podcast, A Few Shots In with me, Howard the Third. Gosh, here we are, episode seven. We have one more episode, and it will be our season finale. Wow, can you guys believe that? I started in January, and I'm already at the season finale. Ugh. But before we get to that, <laughs> let's talk about episode seven. So on today's episode, I will be talking about Beyonce and how she kicked off the Renaissance World Tour. Ooh, it looks so good. I'll also be speaking on therapy. What is everybody's thoughts about therapy? I am personally am in therapy and I love it. But is anybody out there who just started, who wants to start, who actually hates it? Like, I love to talk about just my journey. And then opening it up to see, like, what are y'all guys? We you know, what are you all's thoughts, you know? Um, but yeah, let's kick it off. Let's get our first shot ready. Of course, like I always say, if you're 20, 21 and over, get the shot ready. If you're under 21, mm-mm. Don't even think about it. Get you some water. Get you some juice. Okay? Don't, no. Put the shot down. And if you're not drinking, that's cool, too. Take a shot of juice. <laughs> or what? No. Don't do water, because I think that's bad luck. But a shot of, you know, carrot juice, apple juice, mango juice, juice. Okay. Mm. So let's kick it off with Beyonce. She just started her world tour. She started overseas in Stockton. And myself and probably 100 million other people were all watching the tour on everybody's Instagram lives. Like, shout out to y'all, to the people who were there overseas and like live, filmed the whole thing live. Y'all are the real ones. Because at first I was like, I'm not gonna watch it. I don't wanna spoil, cause I'm going to the show. I'll be at the LA show on her birthday. Oh, I'm so excited. But I have to wait all the way until September, but whatever, that's fine. Anyways, so I'm happy I'm going to her show. And I was like, should I spoil it? Then I said, you know what? I'm going to see it regardless. Like, social media is so powerful. I could be looking up cooking videos and probably see a link to Beyonce's video. You know what I mean? Like, completely left field. So I said, "Mm, I might as well just watch it. So here I was at work watching the lives. Like, I was jumping from live to live to live because one person's live would end. The other person's live would be all kind of like messed up, gritty like, and then another person would have the clear live, and it was just beautiful. She was doing her thing. A lot of people were complaining that she wasn't dancing a lot, but it's like, sis is up there for reportedly three hours this concert is. She didn't have any openers, no opening acts. She opened up for herself, pretty much, because she started the tour off with um, slow songs, and then you go into the fast songs, and, and I'm like... Okay, she's not going to dance with you that whole time, but all these fast songs, this album, this Renaissance album, it's really like disco influence, 70s, 80s music, you know, Vogue music. Like, sis can't give that to you for three hours. She barely wants to really give us a tour. If you really, really want to be honest, Beyonce's over us. (laughs) Really, I probably think, I think she just wanted to put out the music. Not necessarily tour. And if she was going to tour, I didn't think she was going to do a 60-city tour. Like, she's going to be on tour until next year. So if you think she's going to be dancing every night, knowing she's got all these tour dates, knowing she's, you know, working for years straight, no. She's tired. So she hired all new dancers. We don't see her regular, you know, 
um, main core group like we used to on most of her tours. When I saw her on the Formation tour, it was beautiful, but she had the same core dancers. On this one, she did not. But I also think that she might bring her like United States dancers back because um, it's cheaper if you get like different crowds or different crews um, when you go like overseas or to another area. Yes, you know, you have your main core group, which she usually takes with her everywhere. But like this time she was, she just cleared it out. But if you have somebody who's like based in that city, based in that, you know, country, it's easier because they know the language, they know, you know, how to maneuver. It's just, it's just a lot easier. You don't have to pay for people to fly over. So that's what I think she's doing. She's just using the overseas crew for overseas. And then once she comes to America, she uses, she'll use her main core and then um, go from there. But I was like, girl, it's a lot of voguing, a lot of energy, a lot of just her singing. It's a great show, like a great show. And mind you, I didn't watch the full three hours, like, cause I was also still at work, child. So I got it. I watched a good like hour, maybe hour and a half. Great show. She sounded great. I was like, you know what, Beyonce? She looks great, of course, always. And it really just got me excited. Because I also feel like when she does come to um, America and I see her in September, it'll probably probably be a completely different show. Like, she's been known to rearrange the set list, rearrange dance moves, rearrange just everything. And so I'm like... I don't care about a spoiler because it's not going to be the same show. But sis is kicking it, kicking it off and already, you know, got the backlash about not dancing too much. And, you know, she sound, they can't say she's not singing live because sis is singing live. But she's doing her thing. So I'm happy. Are y'all going to see her? I know tickets were crazy. Trust me. Tickets were crazy expensive. And I'm at the top. Like, I am beyond the nosebleed. You know what I mean? Like, I don't mind sitting in a nosebleed. But it's like, there's nosebleed level, and then there's just bleeding level. And I'm at, like, <laughs> a consistent bleeding level. Just nose just everywhere. Just, I'm going to be up there in the sky. And that's going to be fine. Because with me in concerts, I like to just, like, have a good time. So, I can have a few drinks, be at the top of the top. But as long as I'm nice and lit and just enjoying the music, hey, that's that's it for me. yes. I would love to be a little little bit closer, but shoot. Give me a few drinks and I'm fine. I'll be like, what? I'm hot? How high up? <laughs> shoot, I could probably just get on a flight right then and there. Like, have the plane stop in the air. And I just hop on and just go to my next destination. Like, we up that high. But that's okay. I've never been. It's going to be at the SoFi Stadium in September. And I've never been there. Um, but I heard it's a good seat. Like, they have different screens throughout the stadium. So, there's that. Um, but, yeah. So, switching on to our next subject, therapy. Because I'll probably need some therapy from seeing Beyonce because she's going to get... I'm just going to get my whole life, right? And I'm like, ooh, I'm going to need somebody to help me bring it back together after B takes my whole life. <laughs> okay, let's get our next shot ready, sis. Yes. So, therapy. I've been in therapy for about mm, two years. A little over two years. I started kind of like doing COVID time. So I guess three years. No. I started after COVID. Towards the end. Anyways, I'll say two to three years. <laughs> Somewhere in there. And I've had the same therapist. Well, I did start off with um, a different therapist who I had found randomly. 
Um, and so I was connecting with her. And then I heard, when I started with her, I was like, mm, she's good, but I don't know. I wanted somebody a little bit more relatable or um, just understood like my slang. Like when I speak Ebonics and things like that, it's just like, if I say like, he had me messed up type of thing, I don't want her to be like, well, what does that mean? You know what I'm saying? It's just like, I wanted the therapist to be like, mm, I get it. Or if I can, if I say something about, you know, anybody going on in my life and I try to relate it to like a TV character and I'm like, oh, you know, that's, that's like Molly from Insecure. I wanted the therapist to be like, I completely know what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> or like, oh, they're acting like, you know, somebody else from, from The Bachelor. You know, just I wanted, I wanted, I didn't want to have to break everything down that I was saying. So I started with the first therapist and she was nice. I was like, okay, I'm going to look for another therapist. And so while I was seeing her, I think I saw her for like three sessions um, virtually. That's how I know it was in COVID. Um, <laughs> saw her in like, well, towards the end of 2020. Anyways, saw her virtually like three sessions. And then I was like, nah, this ain't going to, this, this isn't it, girl. So I started looking around and then I realized that was normal that you go through like one or two therapists before you find your person. So the way I found mine is I was on this app called Clubhouse. And when it was like the height of COVID, Clubhouse was, is an app where you can go and like you speak. It's just all like, think of voice messages, voice memos. It's nothing but speaking and you get on a stage, not a real stage, but like in the app, they put you on a stage and you can talk about whatever you want to. And then they have different groups. So think of like AIM, like an AIM group. Um, Y'all remember AIM, child. But so I was on Clubhouse the app. I went into a group called like Men's Mental Health or something like that. And so um, I'm in the group and they were like, hey, if anybody wants to come on stage and talk about like what they need, what what they want, what they're looking for, like come on stage. And so um, on the app, you can push a button to like raise your hand. And so I pushed the button or whatever to get on stage. And I was like, hey, everybody, you know, haven't been in therapy before. Haven't really talked about therapy because usually it's kind of like taboo in most um, like black households. Um, so I was like, oh, I haven't really heard about therapy. Haven't really talked about therapy, but I kind of want to get into it. And I want to ease into it. I have I was, you know, on the stage and I'm like, I have my um, therapist right now, but I just don't think we're, we're clicking. I don't I don't think she relates to me. So if you guys can give me some suggestions. Everybody in that app, in that chat, maybe like around like 15 people in the little group or whatever, they were like, yeah. So people just started like sending me their therapist, sending me websites to go on to like find a therapist, you know, saying like you can use your insurance as well. And they were just so nice. Like I was just getting flooded with so many recommendations. And I said, oh my gosh, like this is great. And so somebody sent me one um, through Twitter. And so I was like, okay, you know, I'll try it. And they were like, he's really good. Um, and also, you know, he's black, he's gay. And I was like, oh, okay. So I was like, let me hit him up. I don't know why I chose him, I just chose him. And so I reached out to him, told him, cause you have like your official, um, like a cold call type of thing where you call them and you do, you just talk about like what you want to talk about in therapy. How can they help you? Will this, you know, be value to your life? And if, like, the therapist has room to take you on as well, like, you can just have that little small talk. So I reached out to the guy. I scheduled with him, um, you know, the cold, like, introduction call. And I remember I was, like, on my lunch break or whatever, went out to the car, called him, 
told him like what I wanted to talk about um, just to start me off. And he was like, okay. He was like, yeah, we could definitely, you know, do that. Very, very nice guy. Very great call. So then I had my first official like virtual call with him. And, um, and also I like that because don't get me wrong. I would love to go to like a therapist's office and like sit on the couch like you see in the movies or lay down and be like, hey, this is what's going on. But, you know, at that time, you couldn't sit on nobody's couch. So, because COVID, you had you locked up. Um, but at that time, stuff was starting to open up. But with this therapist, he's located in, he was in Atlanta. But I think he moved, no, he was in New York. And so, and he moved to Atlanta while we were, um, while we've been in session or whatever. But at that time, he was in New York. Of course, I can only do virtual. So I had my first virtual call with him. And um, it was just so nice. I want to talk to him. I was like, oh, you know, some childhood drama, whatever. Trauma. <laughs> well, drama and trauma. <laughs> but I was like, I don't really think I healed from that. Um, and then my main thing was like relationships. Because sometimes I was at that point in my life, I was like, damn, is it me? Like, I'm not connecting with nobody. Like, with, like romantically, platonically, I was like, I'm at a wall. I just couldn't. I didn't know if it was me. But I also, I felt like it was me a little bit. Like, and when I say it was me, I mean like holding myself back from forming a connection with someone, you know, a friendship connection, a romantic connection. It was just relationships were lacking. And I said, I don't know what's going on. And so I tried to do it just by myself. Like, you know, I was of course turning to God, praying a lot, um, you know, trying to like do workshops. I would have... At that time, I was barely journaling. I was just journaling like once every three or four weeks, like once a month type of thing. And so I said, let me talk to a therapist. And I found myself, and you know, also COVID was making this bigger than what it was because there you are locked away in your house. Or at that time, I was going, I was still going to work. I sat on my nine to five. They were like, bitch, bring your ass in. So, and I'm, you know, was working in healthcare. So they were like, nah, you coming in every day. So I'm just like, damn. <laughs> so at that time, everything was just heightened. And I'm like, okay, I need to catch a breath. Like, I found myself sad, like depressed. Like, what's going on? So I said, let me talk to a therapist. So then he was like, yeah, I can help, blah, blah, blah. So we speed it up. And um, we have our first little meeting. And I let him know. Um I still, I can't even remember our first session, but I think we just talked about like relationship wise and, um, it was great. It was like really great information, but I was still kind of shy because with therapists, um, well, just with me in general, like it takes me a minute to like open up and then therapy will only work if you're truly open. Like you honestly have to tell this complete stranger, you know, your life, like what you're going through. And so I'm just like, and they're, they're there to give you like honest feedback. And so I, that was still holding me back. Cause I'm like, I don't know this man. You know what I mean? But then in the same breath, I don't know this man. <laughs> so I can tell him everything, you know, and he has no connections to the people who I'm speaking about, to family, to friends, to, you know, nothing like that. And he can give me a great, honest, you know, opinion. Because so I'll say sometimes with my friends who I love, um, sometimes I'm like, okay, is this your honest opinion? Or are you saying this to make me feel bad? Or what? But even with my friends, I'll be like, I want to hear what y'all's opinion is, but I still do my own thing. <laughs> like, I could say, for instance, 
you know, should I wear my blue or red shirt? They'd be like, blue. Everybody will say blue, 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 blue. I'm like, mm, I'm gonna go with red. But I just wanted to hear your feedback. <laughs> so that type of thing. So with the therapist, I was like, I don't want to do that with him. I want to be open. I want to be honest. Hear his feedback and actually apply it to my life. Now, that took, that took some time. I would say maybe like a month month and a half for me to actually use it. And at that time, I was talking to him every two weeks. And so, um, but I loved our first session. And then I did the second session. I said, just to make sure, you know, I wanted to seal the deal. So I did a second session with him, a great session. Then I did my third and I was like, okay, I'm going to make him my primary therapist. Um, Now, mind you, I think when I did the first session with him, I was still speaking with the lady, the female therapist I had. And so after I did the first one with the guy, I was like, okay, I think I'm going to let her go. And so I just kept putting, I put off the second one with her so I could do another one with the guy. And then when I liked him, I said, okay, I'm going to let her go. So when I came to the third one with the guy, I had already let my other other therapist go. I said, girl, thank you for your services. I got to go. So <laughs> I loved her. Great lady. You know, beautiful gowns. Went on with him full time. And I'm glad I did because... It's just like, I'm a completely different person, you know, from when I started to now. I could definitely see the growth. He was the one to like, and it was great to just have another voice of like encouragement as well, because I was telling him, completely honest with him about my dreams and um, what I wanted to do and, you know, what direction I wanted to go with. And he would encourage it. And then some of the stuff he'd be like, well, Howard, (laughs) you know, this is a fantasy. You, this is a little bit too much. Reel it back in. I said, oh, okay. And he just like put me down to earth. And so I was like, okay, I'm gonna stay with him. Like he really encouraged me. He was like, you can make the move to LA. At this time, I had always just talked about like, I wanna move to LA. I wanna be out there at least for a year just to say that I did it because it's always, literally always been a dream of mine. And he was like, you can do this you know, take the steps. And every time he would check in every session and be like, okay, what did you do today to bring you further along? You know, did you apply for the jobs? Are you looking around? Did you at least put yourself in that mindset? Just even if you're not ready for the apartment, just go look at an apartment, put yourself in that mindset. It was just simple things that really like spoke to me. And I'm like, man, who would have known? <laughs> like therapy is it's great. I mean, For the most part, everybody's experience is different. But for me, for the most part, it's been great. Now, have I had a bad session where I did not want to hear anything he had to say to me? Of course. It came to the point where I was like, well, thank you. (laughs) You know, we 30 minutes in, we're doing hour-long sessions. 30 minutes in, I said, yeah, you're right. And then I would be like, "Mm, actually, I need to go. You know? (laughs) Like, um... But he helped me with that. You know what I'm saying? Like, because usually the old me would be like, "Mm, I ain't feeling it. I got to go. Click and hang up. But with him, I was able to, he taught me how to like use my emotions. Like we have an um, emotion will. And it's like, he'll be like, okay, what are you feeling? And I'm like, I don't know. Because sometimes they'd be like, I don't know what I'm feeling. You know, I'm kind of feeling happy, but sad, but like not too sad, but a little bit. Like he would be like, look at the will. <laughs> and then I'd be like, oh, I am feeling, you know, happy. And that's what gives me joy. And I have joy because this, this, and this. But this situation is making me sad. And, you know, it's making me um, disappointed because blah, blah, blah. So when I we would have our, um, like a tiff, and I'd be ready to like, 
in the call, I would tell them, I'm feeling this way because blah, blah, blah. And so we would talk it out or talk it out. Now, given I was still in the call, but at least we had that talk. <laughs> so I was like, okay, growth. Because usually, like I said, click. It's just, I gotta go, click. With him, I let him know. And then still, I'll talk to you next time. Boom. And so with him, it's great. And he didn't really, he's, and still to this day, he's not pressuring me to have so many appointments. I don't know how it is with people who are in therapy, but sometimes, like with my first therapist, she wanted to talk like every week. And I said, girl, it's it's not gonna happen. Just personally with myself, I can't talk to you every week. I can't talk to you every day. I literally have to talk to you here and there. Like it's it's not gonna work. So she wanted to talk there every week. And I tried it with her. And I said, no, because I was getting drained. I'm like, girl. And, and sometimes I'm like, nothing's really going on in my life for me to talk to you every week. If I have, you know, something I'm upset about or, you know, in between with, can't make a decision with, then I'll come to you. But I'm like, we just talked about whatever we talked about last week. Now you want to talk about it again this week? If I tell you I hate the color orange last week, I'm still going to hate the color orange this week. Even if you give it, well, why do you hate the color orange? Or why do you feel like orange is such a, man, it's not that big of a deal. So <laughs> it's just like, I don't need to talk to you every week. This, that my therapist now, Hakeem, he's like, listen, you know, we started with the two weeks. And then as you grow and get better, he was like, we don't have to talk every, every two weeks. If you want to push it out to every three weeks, if you want to push it out to once a month, we could do that. Or twice, you know, once every two months, that's cool. And so that's what I like, too, because I'm like, sometimes um, I don't have anything going on. And I would tell him that. And he was like, you don't have to use therapy when you have something going on. It's really just a check in. If you don't feel like you need to check in, extend the time. See, you know, he, he would be like, see me later. You know what I'm saying? He was like, and it's not necessarily you complaining about anything. It's just we're using this time to get whatever you have on your chest off your chest. If you can't say it to your friends, if you can't say it to your family, if you can't say it to, you know, co-workers, you're here to say it to me. And then I'll give you the feedback. And I'm like, wow, <laughs> something so simple. Um, and I'd be like, uh, it really helped. And so that's what I love too. He'd just be like, okay, so I'll see you in two months. Like one time it was literally two months. Like just recently, um, I didn't see him at all for April because I already told him, I'm like, April's my birthday month. You know, shit gets busy. I can't, there's no way I'm going to put you up in here. And then, plus I was trying to save some coins too. Cause you know, I went out of town, which if you guys didn't know, listen to my last episode, episode six, Houston, we have a problem. Anyways. Um, but I was like, listen, I can't, you know, I can't see you. He was like, that's fine. <laughs> now it's fine. Cause I'm, I'm now two, two and a half years in. So now we literally speak like. Like, we, of course, we know each other because we do. It's it's just because at first I'd be like, oh, I'm so sorry. You know, very professional. Now it's like, sir, I'm not making it. It is what it is. I'll see you when I see ya. And so he'd be like, fine. <laughs> but super cool. He helped me with, um, um, like I was saying earlier, relationships. And it really just changed my, like, changed my model. Just certain things. It was, it, it, it turned out to be me. Like, me, as in a sense, I was, like, blocking the relationship. He was like, why do you feel like, you know, you don't deserve love? Why do you feel like you shouldn't be, 
you know, a, a great friend? Why do you feel like you, everybody, you just keep getting burned, this, that, and third? And he just like helped me. And so it was me. And I'm like, wow, I'm glad I was able to sit back. Because to me, it takes a lot for a person to be like, okay, I'm messing up. You know, it, it, I'm holding myself back. And so it took me a while to get to that point. So that means I had already probably been doing it for a while because I know with myself, when I realize something's off, it's always too late. Like I'll say, I don't even know if you can, if you can compare the two, but I'll say like when I need a haircut, when I want to shave my head bald, by the time I say like, I need a haircut, my hair has been looking crazy already for two to three weeks. Like, Bitch, you needed the haircut two to three weeks ago. Now you're just pushing it out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I'm like, I need some help with relationships. And there I was, probably 10 years in, just realizing like, damn, you need you need some professional help. Which isn't bad. It just had a negative um, stigmatism around it. And so I was like, wow, therapy's not bad. It, d- it doesn't mean like you're losing it or you're going crazy. Like... Sometimes I would think that was what it meant. Um, But that's not it at all. It was just expressing myself and getting an outside opinion, which you can get like a professional outside opinion. But I like it. I mean, it works out for me. Other people, I'm not too sure of. I know one friend of mine was like, it's not for me. She had tried it, I think, for like a month. She said it's just not for her. And there's other different forms of therapy. So... I also journal to get my th- my thoughts out, put it all out on paper. If you don't like to do that, some people do like um, video journals. So they're recording on their phone or they have their own camera and they do it like that. Um, also other people, another way I'm doing it, podcasts, people do it like that, audio journaling type of thing. And so just whatever you want to do. Some people don't even do, you know, journaling because they, they don't want to. It's whatever your form of therapy is. If that's walking along the beach, you know, you do that. If that's going for a walk every other day, you can do that. You know what I'm saying? If that's just sitting on your couch, watching your favorite TV show and eating a bag of chips, hey, do that. Because that's how I restart. You know what I'm saying? Because I was also in therapy because I was like, damn, is a bitch going out too much? You know what I mean? In my head, I was thinking like, wow, am I really, you know, out on the scene like that? Because sometimes I be thinking like, damn, I'm everywhere. But sometimes I think like, I'm really not everywhere. I just recharge. And then people think I'm everywhere, but I'm just, I'm not. I use certain days to recharge. But anyway, so I went to therapy for that. And he was just like, do what you want to do. You know what I'm saying? If you feel like there's a moment where you've had, you've been out too much, sit your ass down. And really, it's just hearing it from somebody else. If I heard that from a friend, I'd be like, oh, you a hater. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But really, it's like, nah, I'm just sitting out for a bit. But um, yeah, I love my therapist, Hakeem. So cool. And um, he helped me like recently, like when I had a whole thing, like a, um, a friendship, a, a friendship, some of my best friends, uh, my previous best friends and I, we were going through like a best friend breakup which I'm still trying to decide if I'm going to talk about that um, fully. But, well, you know, I'll touch on it. I want to touch on a little bit here before I wrap up. Um, so we had a friendship breakup. And um, most of you know, if you don't know, if you've ever had a friendship breakup, they are worse than romantic breakups. Like those, to me, friendship breakups just hurt to the freaking core. And so I was going, I was talking to my ther- therapist about it because like, 
it hurt me to the core and beyond, like hurt. And so <laughs> I was like, bitch, I'm never gonna come back from this. I'm gonna be so cold. I'm gonna be so, you know what I mean? Cause they always, the saying is, the, re the reason that somebody is so cold-hearted is because somebody hurt them before. You turn a good person cold-hearted because they've been hurt before. So I was like, damn, you know, I'm, I'm going to be cold. I'm going to be this. I'm going to be that. And my therapist really brought it down. Like, I really give it to him. Well, he's a part of it. He's not completely the reason why I was able to change it around, but he definitely was a part of it um, where he, like, helped me. Because I was like, I'm not this, I'm not going to bounce back from this. Like, I really thought that in my, thought that in my head. Like, I went through depression and everything because I was like, damn. You know, because I was rocking with this crew. Like, this was my freaking crew. And so, when the when the friendship breakup happened, I was like, damn, is it me? Like, I was asking my other friends, like, do y'all think I'm a good friend? Because I'm like, damn, it's, it's really, you know, troubling for me. And he was just like, nah. Like, my therapist was like, You've done what you could do in that situation. You you laid it out. You spoke your truth. Things happen. You know, life happens. And he just gave me, like, tools to, like, get me back motivated. Get me back to myself. Start that healing process. Because I didn't want to heal. And he was just, it was just great information. I don't even know. I'm not even going to really touch on it because I don't want to get emotional about it. But um, I want to say, if you're not in therapy, think about it. Just talk to somebody, even get a life coach. I thought about doing that as well. Switch into a life coach. They help you as well. Anyways, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. <laughs> um, one more episode, like I said, at the beginning to the season finale next week will, um, well, the next episode will be the season finale. So I appreciate y'all, just in case if I don't say it now, appreciate y'all coming on with this journey for me. Uh, coming along this journey with me. Child, can't even speak. Anyways, happy Mother's Day as well to all my mamas out there, all my people who consider themselves mothers, a motherly figure. Happy Mother's Day. And I hope you all have a great rest of your time. Talk to you later. Well, it's time to put down that shot glass because the episode is over. But if you enjoyed today's episode, you can like, comment, and share with your family and friends. You can follow me on Instagram and TikTok at Howard the Third and Twitter at the Howard 3RD. And you can also stream previous episodes on different streaming sites like Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts, just to name a few. I cannot wait to have a few more shots with you next time. Talk to you all later.